0: This is the Horse Radio Network. Well, before we get the show started, Horse Radio Network for the first time has a wide selection of Horse Radio Network merchandise available for the holidays. Hats, saddle pads, masks, clothing, mugs, and so much more, either screen printed or embroidered. Get your orders in now for you or your HRN listening friends. Visit horseradionetwork.com and click on the banner on the home page today. Happy holidays, everybody
1: this is episode 596 of the dressage radio show official podcast of the united states dressage federation on the horse radio network brought to you by pro on tonight's show we're doing a wrap-up of the usdf virtual convention with president lisa garetta and then ross creech is back on the show to discuss new innovations at the usdf.org website we will then be joined by one of our favorite guests wendy murdoch And after all of that, Reese and I have a great trainer tip.
2: This is Reese Gopler Stanfield from Loxahatchee, Florida.
1: And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to The Dressage Radio Show.
2: Well, happy Thursday, Phil. How are you?
1: <laughs> Hi, everybody. I am doing okay. You we'll know? take it. Yeah. Day by day, we're, ge- we're getting by. We're not uh, in sunny Florida like some people, but um, that's all right. We're not going to be too <laughs> jealous or, or or anything, you know?
2: <laughs> well, I am very, very blessed to be here. My horses are here now uh, and we are almost in routine. You know, horses are so funny when they move. And I think we've all had this experience, you know, when you move and this year being a little bit different with COVID, one of my uh, dear assistants, former assistants is is also here with the barn. So we actually have a couple groups in the barn. So it's just... You know, working out the schedule and who gets fed when and how and and it's been quite an adventure. But I think we're almost there, and uh, the horses have been pretty good. We've had some challenges, but uh, yeah, it's it. it, it, There's always two weeks of very difficult, you know, packing and unpacking, and did we bring everything? But then once we get settled, it's really cool to kind of get down for training, and and now I'm like looking at the schedule and. I don't know about, about anyone else, but I'm working on my Safe Sport certification. So, doing that. So, uh, there's a lot of paperwork stuff. And, and yeah, I'm starting to work a little bit on Christmas. I put up my little Christmas tree. So, we're, we're almost there.
1: For busy, sure. busy time of year, busy time. Yeah,
2: of year. it's nice. This will be the first time um, I, I decided this year not to go home for Christmas. So that'll be, a, that's a little challenging, but I really felt like I needed to get here before Christmas this year and, and get the big horses settled. Uh, so we're ready to show in January. So uh, that's a little bit hard for me. I, I I love going home and I love being with my little, my littles, my my niece and nephew for Christmas. So we're trying to make the best of it here and, and, and get in the holiday spirit. Um, so. Yeah, so it's all very good. So uh, I'm excited. We start listening next week, and the horses are all good, and and it's fun. So it's it's it it's also very quiet here right now. Um, I think people are are staying pretty much on their their farms and 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 just getting horses ready. So all
1: good. That's all my right. report, well, Wellington. Yeah, I'll keep yeah. it up. Keep the That's Wellington great, report up. We have a great show. Uh, we have a really
2: good show. What,
1: what do we got going on?
2: Yeah, so this is our USDF wrap-up of the convention. And I think anyone that attended, uh, obviously we're all making the best of the whole situation, but uh, I think some of the educational opportunities were fantastic. I really, really enjoyed them and I was able to share them. And uh, so we're going to talk with uh, President Lisa Goretta. So we're going to start with a commercial break from ProStride and then we'll come out with uh, President Lisa Goretta of USDF. ProStride is the all-natural solution for lameness. It uses the power of your horse's own blood to relieve pain, reduce inflammation, and improve mobility to keep them sound. ProStride can be completed stallside by your veterinarian in just 20 minutes with no need for trailering. Research has shown improved performance and lasting results with a single injection, no series, no daily supplements, and no monthly regimen. When every stride counts, ProStride. Learn more at ProStride.com. Founded in 1973, the United States Dressage Federation has become the largest organization to represent a single Olympic equestrian discipline. At nearly 30,000 members strong, USDF is your connection to dressage education, competition and achievement. Visit usdf.org to learn more about USDF education, competition and award programs, and to shop our online store. Again, that's usdf.org, your online destination for dressage. Well, tonight for our December USDF episode, we are so very happy to have President of USDF, Lisa Greta, on the program. Hi, Lisa. Welcome back. Thank you very much for having me. We love having you on the podcast. It makes us feel very official, for sure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. So we are coming off a great week of convention. I, I have to be honest, I really enjoyed it, but wanted to kind of get your wrap up on what you thought the first virtual convention, how you think it went?
3: Well, after all of the buildup to it and all of the work now that it's over, I think, wait a minute, what happened? Um, so yeah, I think, it <laughs> I, went, bet. I think it went very well, but it, somehow it seems anticlimactic that, that I'm not planning for it now uh but the feedback <laughs> from it from members was was very good as frankly i expected it to be but you know you never want to count your chickens so sure it it was great we had um about three and a half four times the number of people register for it as we would normally have in an in-person um, annual meeting and we certainly don't want to give up our in-person events if we had any negative press on this at all it was well I miss seeing people at the coffee bar and I miss seeing people at the cocktail party which is a little difficult to duplicate uh virtually yeah. but otherwise uh, I think it went very well and uh we've certainly said thank you and and given great kudos to our fantastic usdf staff that put it together for us so I'm yeah I'm happy good uh, good than, you know, all that COVID stuff. But other than that, right. for 2021, it's been the, I think, the highlight. Uh, yeah, I, I would completely
2: agree. I, I have to be honest, I attended pretty much as many as I could meetings and, and I enjoyed it. Um, but I agree, it, you know, of course, I missed even seeing you in person, like just, it was difficult from that aspect for sure. But talk to us a little bit about kind of some of the educational events I and, and will they be offered uh, online? Can we get them later?
3: Uh, good question. Uh, that's that's one that came up on social media very often. And it, it won't be instantaneous uh, because there's a lot of work that goes into, and I say this as though so I know what I'm talking about and I don't, but I know that there's a lot of work making it go from just the live recording into something that's presentable, um, I think will be Shortly after the first of the year, we'll start to see some, but I would expect it will take several weeks to get them all done because, of course, staff has other things, normal staff things to do uh, because they've been working so hard at um, getting all of this ready and working with volunteers and speakers. And the list is endless. Um, You know, when the board said, I think we should have a virtual annual meeting, it—it in hindsight, it proves that we had no idea what we were asking, but they... uh, (laughs) They all put it together for us, and it, it really was quite fantastic. One of the things I said to the um, delegates in, in the welcome meeting for delegates was the highlight of this, I expected, would be that there were no overlapping meetings. And they would actually be able to go to the educational sessions that they wanted to and hit the meetings that they wanted to without having to worry about two things going on at once. Um, you, know, you said you got the most of them. It was the first time I've gotten to the educational sessions yes. in years. Yes, it was
2: great. I'm with you. It was, you know, because a lot of times, yes, you're running back and forth and you, you don't have chance to to get in there or you get in there later or whatever. I enjoyed that for sure. And I was able to sit down and, and you know, have a glass of wine, not going to lie, and, and watch uh, watch a lot of them. And it was, it was great. Take notes. Uh, I, I was in my pajamas most of the meeting, not going to lie, but no, I, I enjoyed it. And um, from the business side, Anything that came out of, of the business side? How did, how did you work that?
3: Well, I think that, well, compared to a, a, a normal quote-unquote annual meeting, uh, we did, rather than um, the individual committee meetings, we kind of grouped them into their councils, which I think, although we were a little nervous about the presentation and each committee getting its information out, the the format of of having the council chair's Work I think worked very well. It was a little scary. We had we had a little bit of a oops. I guess I would call it a, a little bit of a techno note oops. Um, in that we had some of the pre-recording not work for the activities council, but you know they just, of course, people that they are, they just picked it up and did it live, and they were fine. Okay. So uh, that that was great. I think it got a lot more information. One of the things that we were really hoping we would get, and um, we seem to have gotten. Um, are people who had never been to a meeting before, and as a result, they had a firsthand opportunity to see what USDF is really all about and what their membership means, and probably or hopefully learned a lot more of the benefits of USDF membership that they had no idea existed. So that was the highlight for me, I would say.
2: Yes. Yes. Agreed. And and actually I had a group of, of, you know, young women that, that were here at the farm in Florida and, and I said, Hey, come on, we're sitting down. We're going to learn about some bits right now. And so we were able to sort of you know, broadcast it and safely in our little barn bubble, which was fun. We were able to kind of sit down and do that, and in that, uh, you know, if we were in person, that wouldn't have, you know, a silver lining in a way. That was great, um, and I enjoyed that. So, I, I know just from a general standpoint with the rules, etc., you kept it very light because of the situation. But any any rules or highlights to that part of the convention?
3: Well, for one thing, we had more attendees at the Open Rules Forum and trending topics, which is typically the um, U.S. Equestrian and Massage Sports Committee-run meeting at the USDF convention. We had more attendees at that than we've ever, we've probably double the number that we would normally have in person. So that was very exciting. And yes, um, as a sport, we intentionally tried to not go too wild with rule changes or there have been so many presidential modifications and so much for people to keep up with the COVID action plans and the stop and start of competition in the educational programs. We thought this, if there was ever a good year to just try and stay minimally invasive, this is it. So yes, yes we did that. The one thing that uh, we introduced and you, know, you might recall last year, it was the first year of of more happening and more opportunity for all of the affiliates to give feedback to rule change proposals because they changed the way they're rather than having everything be voted upon in January. Now it's voted upon at the U S equestrian mid year board meeting. So this was round two of that. So the sports committee brought forward a total draft proposal, not even assigned a tracking number yet, but a total draft, but one that we do want to go forward for next year. And that is after our successful rewrites of DR-121, which is Saddlery and Equipment, we're tackling DR-120, the dreaded apparel rule. <laughs> so that, that's exciting. We had, had yes. the opportunity to talk about that. And we'll be getting feedback, hopefully, from USDF members um, through to the end of the year and into January. Uh, we'll be publishing the draft. I was a little hesitant to do that before the meeting because as you know, once you put it in print yeah. then that's <laughs> kind of made it complete it's really just a draft, really. So.
2: and so where can people find the DR one twenty? The proposed. It's not even it's not even feedback right now, correct? It's
3: it's it's feedback right now. Um, to find all of the active rule changes, go to the USDF website, USDF.org, and scroll down just a little bit and there's a spot there for USDF rule changes, and a place to give comments. We are finishing up the draft just from the very preliminary feedback we got at the USDF meeting. And in, well, with the holidays, it'll probably be the end of December, we will publish the draft with that initial feedback. And then there'll be several weeks that hopefully everyone will log on, read it, Carefully, think about it, discuss it, and then give us some good feedback before it's actually put into rule change format.
1: So, Lisa, are we talking about more colors and more bling and, and all that <laughs> oh, great <no>. stuff?
3: <laughs> well, we're we're talking about the ability for traditionalists to wear what they have always worn and be happy. And for those who find the traditional apparel a little stifling, there will be more opportunities for color. And over the years, we've had a lot of feedback, particularly from people who anticipate they will be showing at the national levels for a long time, but they want to be showing at more than first level. So we're doing some things like proposing the ability to use um, half japs with paddock boots through the national levels so that you're not stopped there at at first level. And when you're going to go second level and go sideways, you need to go get tall boots. So Mm that's that sort of thing. We're trying to move everything a little more modern, perhaps not take the brakes off altogether. I'm not sure that we're ready for, you know, neon cycling outfits, but (laughs) um, certainly more opportunity for people to distinguish their personal tastes and the look they want in the ring in a way that still maintains the importance of dressage emphasis on it's all about the horse. But still, a little more opportunity to be a little more about me.
2: <laughs> and that's well, right now that our, at our, the other. national, yeah, at the national level, that will not be
3: at the CDI level, correct? Well, it it will be at the national competitions level, so that would go all the way through FEI levels. But no, well, even the FEI is just knocking a little bit on the door, mm-hmm. getting away, talking about getting away from the HSV color scale that we all <laughs> study studiously, but yes, <laughs> quite understand. Um, for CDIs. But this DR-120 is for all USEF, USDF license competitions at intro through Grand Prix.
2: Fantastic. And, and Lisa, just kind of as a closing, what are we looking forward as we go to 2021? Obviously, a COVID situation, that's still a fluid situation, right?
3: It is still a fluid situation. Um, U.S. Equestrian has Extended all of the presidential modifications that were passed to deal with COVID in 2020 have been extended through 2021, even as we hope, you know, mid-year that we're thinking, eh, maybe we don't need that now. Eh, we might not need that either. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's my plan. Um, mm-hmm. In 2021, I expect to see the return of the U.S. dressage finals to, to the Kentucky Horse Park. Um, <laughs> <laughs> adding both the people who qualified in 2020 and 2021, plus the first um, iteration of our young riders at uh, training through fourth level. So, that I expect to be very exciting. And uh, based upon feedback, I can't tell you what exactly, but my sense of it is even as we hope to be in person enjoying each other's company in Houston, that we will. Either be recording some educational opportunities for later viewing or virtual viewing during the convention, or I don't know. We might live stream the mm-hmm. the uh, board of governors meeting. We'll we'll see what happens. Okay. But I don't think that we'll ever go totally back to the way it was. Okay. as I've said. For a while, there will be some good things that come out of this mm-hmm. 2020 thing we've all been going through. Yeah, And I think maybe that's it is the opportunity to um, offer access to a wider group, um, even as we want to get together in person. Sure, sure. Well,
2: you know, I think overall the this the the convention was a success in twenty twenty, you know, we all came out as is doing as best we can. And we I think like you said, there's lots we can learn and but lots of things that maybe came out that were good for the organization and and including everybody. So uh, Lisa, we can't thank you enough for your time tonight. And uh, we look forward to continuing uh, being the podcast of USDF and we've really enjoyed uh, our community in 2020. So we thank you for coming on and talking with us.
3: Well, thank you so much. And again, thank you for inviting me. And thank you very much for participating in our first virtual annual meeting. And everybody just keep wearing your masks and stay safe. And let's get through this.
2: Absolutely. Thank you, Lisa. Happy holidays.
0: This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com.
4: Have you heard of a yeast called Saccharomyces boulardii? It's a type of probiotic that benefits your horse's digestive tract. Often referred to as S. boulardii, it works in several different ways. One unique property of S. boulardii is that it supports the stimulation of the enzymes found in the intestinal lining. These enzymes help your horse digest starches and sugars in the small intestine. When the sugars and starches are more completely digested, Fewer of them escape into the hindgut where they can ferment and cause imbalances that may lead to colic, diarrhea, and laminitis. Saccharomyces boulardii is found in Nalox Advanced, made by Kentucky Performance Products. Nalox Advanced contains a blend of yeast, fermentation solubles, and stomach buffers. These ingredients work together to maintain your horse's digestive tract in peak condition. Nalox Advanced is recommended for horses of all ages and stages and is fed on a daily basis.
0: This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com.
2: Well, tonight for our December USDF episode, we are so excited to have Marketing Director Ross Creech back on the show. Ross, welcome back!
5: Hi, thank you so much for having me.
2: Well, congratulations on a great convention. I know that was really difficult for you guys.
5: Congratulations! It, it certainly had a learning curve. I'm so happy it's been so well received, though it it was a it was a big group effort, and I, I was surprisingly so happy with the end product. So I'm very yeah. happy that everybody's received it so well. It was great.
2: It was really good. As as an attendee and a delegate, like it was it was awesome. I really enjoyed it and could do it from the comfort of my own home. So I really appreciated that. I love it. But
5: <laughs> yeah. staff enjoyed that part too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think maybe if anything, the Zoom has been nice for everybody that way. <laughs> but yeah, Ross. One of the cool things, and we need a drum roll. I didn't even know this was happening, that we have a new USDF dashboard, right?
5: Yes. We launched the new USDF member dashboard during the blog at the convention. Yes. Um, it, as uh, some of the long-timers around may know, it has kind of been a work in progress for many, many years uh, trying to get this off the ground. But uh, we finally managed to make it happen. Our... With the help, I mean, our senior web programmer, Jim Hodge, uh, did a great job getting all this put together between him and the rest of my marketing team. I'm, I'm so happy with what, what we were able to do and kind of bring my vision to reality finally. Um, yeah. And uh, I think, I hope it's well-received.
2: Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about it.
5: Well, it's broken down into four sections. Whenever a member logs into our website, It just appears. You don't have to do anything or anything like that. All you have to do is log in. Um, And then the dashboard is at the top of the home screen. Uh, There's a tutorial for anyone who goes there and wants to take a little tour of it uh, that you can watch. But basically the dashboard is broken down into four sections. There's a membership section, a region section, a competition and awards section, and an education section. Um, And within each of those sections, Everything is meant to be a utility. You can access score checks and things like that, but it's not your typical just hyperlinks to things uh, that already exists on a website. All the searches are auto-populated, and so it's bringing up your information immediately. It's already doing taking those steps for you. For example, in the membership section, you are able to open up a window of your full horse portfolio, which lists all of your horse relationships as owner, leasee, breeder, etc. And then within that, there are icons that you can click to get the card, print a score check, your breed papers, and then anything within the dashboard that is highlighted in yellow is an action item. So, for example, if a horse's breed paper icon is highlighted in yellow, that means there are no breed papers on file for the horse. That's something that needs done. Um, In the competition and awards section, if a rider award medal is highlighted in yellow, that means that the person has earned the scores for the medal that has not applied for it. In the education session, for any online courses or anything that anybody has started or worked in, it prompts you to finish anything you've started. It also make re- makes recommendations of events and education based on your member profile, what we track in our database. And then, of course, the region section connects you to your regional director, uh, the regional website, the most current monthly regional e news, GMOs in your area is in the membership section. And then we also have a part that highlights articles of interest from your dressage. As we go forward, all of this will grow and develop and we'll tweak it along the way and hopefully we'll become even more customized as we go forward.
0: Oh
2: it's fantastic. I'm so excited to go play around on it. You know, uh USCF also has a dashboard, right? So it's similar. If you use your dashboard there, you will be a
5: similar experience, right? Yes, it, it should be fairly similar. I'm not super familiar
1: with theirs.
5: Um I I know of it and have seen it before, but it's the same basic functions. It's it's a quick access to all of those utilitarian functions that people need on our website. Reese, as I know, you know, keeping straight all the membership cards and horse registrations and everything else, when you're trying to oh, go. <laughs> <nightmare>. Exactly. So, <laughs> being able to pull this up and just yeah. having quick access to that is amazing. And then what is great if you have problems with it and contact the office Um, Our programmer actually set it up so staff can pull up your dashboard and see it to be able to walk you through and help you step by step through your problems. So if anybody remembers anything, it it will be very easy for us to look at you, see what you're seeing and help you with it. So you are definitely not on your own. (laughs) This is not a way to just put it all in your lap. Don't worry. (laughs)
2: Well, and that's amazing because, you know, that, honestly, I've had to do that before at USCF. Like, I, I cannot figure it out and somebody pulled it up. So, that is, like, a very helpful feature. And I'm sure something I, I would like to say I probably will call and say I don't, I don't get it. So, well, that's fantastic, Ross. This yeah, is such we, a cool we, thing.
5: Yeah, we, we really tried to make it as user-friendly as possible, again there's so much it, it can get daunting for sure. sure anybody who's perused our general website knows that yeah. but um but by, that's why we have the tutorial up and hovering over the icons tells you what each one does and like i say it please provide feedback where this was phase 1 rollout you know we're already we already have some things in mind that we want to work on as kind of the phase 2 part of the project but we want to keep growing it and make it even more kind of just that central access site for our members. And I really hope that they see the value in it uh, because I'm so pleased with it. Like I said, this has been kind of something I've wanted to make happen for a really long time. I obviously do not have the tech skills to do that. (laughs) Yeah, 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 um, sure. Like I said, through Jim and the rest of the department, I'm so glad we finally got it off the ground. So I really hope everyone enjoys it and finds it to be the benefit that we want it to be.
2: I love it. Well, Ross, if anybody has questions, how can they get out in touch with you? Oh,
5: they can uh, email right through the web front page of the website. Like I, uh, we have a contact there. It goes straight to one of our membership department people. Also, you can call the office. Like I said, we can log. In. We can actually view your dashboard easily when you call the office. So contact the membership department shoot us an email. You can even contact us through social media. Chelsea, our social media person, is on top of things. So she she will direct you in the right direction or anything there as well. We try to make it as easy as possible for you to get in touch with us.
2: Oh, fantastic. Well, Ross, we hope you have a happy holidays. Hopefully get a few days off after quite a big month <laughs> and getting convention ready. And thank you again for coming on the show and explaining. We love it and I can't wait to use it.
5: All right. Excellent. Thank you all again for having me. And I hope you all have a happy holiday as well. And hopefully 2021 is an uptick from the year we An
2: have. uptick. Exactly. We've all, we have all <laughs> learned some new skills for sure. So Ross, thank you so much. And thanks for making our experience a little bit easier at USDF.
6: Bait saddles are the saddle brand that truly put your horse first. Enjoy comfort, optimal balance, and seamless contact with your horse, leaving you free to concentrate on your aids. Bates saddles offer you many features you don't find with other saddle brands, including the external FlexiBlock system, which is anatomically contoured to your leg, allowing it to ride in behind the block and support your individual position for maximized comfort and security. An adjustable ergonomic stirrup bar, which allows effortless rider alignment to be achieved by altering the position of the stirrup bar, enabling you complete control over your preferred leg position. Many styles are available, including the new Bates Dressage Saddles, the Bates Victress Show Jumping Saddle, and the Bates Advanta Eventing Saddle. It is the official saddle of the United States Eventing Association. You can learn more about Bates Saddles at BatesSaddles.com. That's Bates saddles.com.
1: All right, everybody, I have a great announcement from EcoGold. EcoGold wants to give you some cash. Yeah, you heard it right. By placing an order at ecogold.ca from now until December 20th, you are automatically entered for a weekly draw to win $200 cash. EcoGold saddle pads are engineered to keep the horses back comfortable while keeping the saddle in place for a safe, competitive ride. They have impact protection through the seat and the ultra-thin flaps provide the rider with better communication and more stable riding position. Available in both English and Western styles, shop the entire collection at ecogold.ca.
2: Well, we are so excited to have one of our favorite guests, Wendy Murdoch of the Murdoch Method on the show. Wendy, welcome back. Thanks. It's always great to be with you guys. We love it. We we always chat so much before we're like, we have to start our recording because we're just having so much fun. I love it. Well, happy December. It's starting to be kind of holiday time and uh, you have some cool stuff you want to talk about.
7: Yeah, well, first, I, I just want to let
2: everybody know I want to thank you for
7: being such a trooper and uh, and being there for a photo shoot for me
2: um, the day before you left for Florida, and it was snowing. So... <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was very cold. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. We had a, a very big cold front, and because you're so special to me, and I love our partnership and what we do, and and how you've expanded my knowledge of Surefoot, and but also um, we've done the Franklin balls, and I just really enjoy your friendship and and your knowledge. And so anybody else, I would have been like uh, cancel. I like I couldn't believe when the photographer contacted me and said it's snowing in Kentucky, and I was like, <laughs> "It was so cold." And but, Big Mike was yeah, he, he was nowhere. He was so good. To see
7: those <laughs> photos soon because they're going to show up. Uh, on Facebook, we're going to start putting them out, but one of the reasons we did the photos is that Surefoot's going to be rebranding in 2021. We've decided that, you know, we want to leave 2020 behind. And part of that process, we've decided that we're just going to rebrand, come out with a new logo, new look, and be all bright and shiny for 2021.
2: (laughs) I love it. And, and the reason I use Big Mike, um, because it was really sentimental. Also, Big Mike is beautiful and, and he's really turned out to be, but he's the horse I have always used. He's the horse we did Surefoot. On when I first met you because um he has always had an issue with uh sort of proprioception and stepping and and surefoot. The pads have really helped him as he went on. We we were trying to do some pads riding, and I don't do them riding so much because I don't have a second person. So normally, so he was he was a little nervous about that. We'd done them together in Florida when you were here, but and well, he was I how met I met you because he was freezing and had no fur,
3: nowhere,
2: nowhere because he was on the truck the next day to Florida. So he was a good sport and, and was really good, but I used him because he is sort of how we connected. And I just felt it, it was fun to sort of close you that. Know, I, I saw the po- photos of big
7: Mike and he has just changed so much. He is so gorgeous. And, um, you know, it's just, I was so impressed to see the the, emperor.
2: how long ago was that that I came to your farm? You know, is I was it, thinking about that. I've had Mike now four years and it's four years going on five now. And so, yeah, is that right? Yeah. I bought him when like, he was four. He's eight now. So, mm-hmm. and so was
7: like a year and a half ago, I don't think it was two and a half years ago.
2: I don't remember. I'm terrible with years. That's I'm really bad. Okay. Anyway, it.
7: he's really yeah. he just he's gorgeous now. He looks awesome. Yeah.
2: He's changed a lot, but it, but the the surefoot pads have been so good for him in his development because that ha- we talked about from the very beginning. The change of footing has been a real struggle for him. That's a struggle is real for sure. And the and the pads have really helped him get through that. So it was fun. It was really fun. It was really fun so <laughs> I just now, to it, now, just, that, now that we're, we're warm, warm. Thank you so much for being for <laughs> going out in the freeze with your oars that's like naked and <laughs> <laughs> well it'll be, I can't wait to see the pictures and I hope everyone enjoys it and it was just one of those you know there's one of those things when you get after the fact you're like that was really cool when it was happening not as God. cool, <laughs> but <laughs> no, it was never easy. Cause you have to like, you know, like you have to like
7: look pretty and happy and everything's going great no matter what happens.
2: Right. Yeah, so. yeah you do. And, and the was, you know, they go, they warm up and then they stop. And, uh, but I was really, it was cool to see my kind of, uh, grow to that. That was really fun for me to see him be a big boy and, and do it the way he was supposed to. So it was really fun and for many reasons. So it was, I was thrilled you asked us to be uh, that big might get to be part of the rebranding. That was really fun. Yeah, so so thank you. So yeah. Well, and that's, you know, like I, I, when we started, I talked to you guys about
7: champagne moments and I was thinking today, because I had a champagne moment. Um th- that you know it's it's the time of year where I really like to reflect on the the things that I've accomplished in the past year and they're not always the things I think that I wanted to accomplish when I started the year but they're the things that I do accomplish. And you know we we always start out with these great goals and things and then of course life happens and as we all know this year life really happened in a way no one expected. So so it's always about looking for the really positive things in in those in the in those trials i guess if you will and and so my champagne moment believe it or not is that i actually hooked my truck that i bought a year ago to my trailer that i bought 10 years ago put them together put a horse in it not my horse because he's lame and actually drove the horse to the grocery store so <laughs> Why did you guys go to the grocery store? Just, just just, to go? Well, I always tell people when they haven't trailered a horse very much to just take him to the grocery store so he gets used to going somewhere and going home. Yeah. And it's not a big deal like going to a horse show or going for a lesson because drama can happen when you do those things. But if you take him to the grocery store, you know, they get to go for a ride. And, of course, I took him to Tractor Supply because I needed more foot warmers, more toe warmers because it's turned cold. But I bought him really special horse cookies when I was in there. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. And, and if you it go works. to the
1: real grocery store he can get his own carrots, and
2: carrots. Oh, I love that <laughs> well i mean that that does bring up the issue of trailering trailering it, it is very scary to hook up to put your horse in the trailer to go somewhere like that's no joke like it's no. difficult and I always am reminded of that here in Florida because a lot of times we'll go somewhere for a lesson and I have people come to me all the time. Like they come in Kentucky for lessons or here in Florida, but it's a really, like, it's a process. (laughs) So I can see why that's a champagne moment. I love it. That and is really you know, cool. I, well, and the thing is, you know, my trailer has sat forever. It's
7: sat for four years because um I, I had a truck, but then my husband needed my truck. And so when I was ever home and I wanted to go somewhere, he always had the truck. So I couldn't go anywhere. So I finally last year I was like, I'm gonna buy my own truck for the trailer. <laughs> So that's yes, right you did. How cool is that? Yeah. I have my dedicated truck. It's a really awesome truck. It's way more yeah. truck than I needed, but it was the truck that was available, and it's and it's super cool, and it's white and it matches my trailer, which is white. And we're gonna put the new Surefoot logo on the trailer. I'm so excited because oh. I think the new logo is gonna look so awesome. But you know, it's just like it's. So that's been like a four year process of being able to actually put a horse in the trailer and go somewhere. And so I just feel like. You know, part of it is because I've traveled so much and I'm, you know, when you're home, like mm-hmm. your horse is unfit and where are you going to take them anyway? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you haven't sat on it. So but for me,
2: that was know, just a
7: huge a champagne,
2: champagne moment. moment. <gasps> you know, I love it because... I, you know, I've actually been working sort of on my online teaching program and been working sort of on a goal pro- set, right? That that part of the online program is you have to do sort of a goal setting. Um, and, and one of the things that, it, that I've been working on is that when you reach little goals, you should celebrate. And you know, that, that that's a big goal, right. To get your horse in the trailer. Like you said, you had to get a truck. You had to get the trailer taken care of. You had to load the horse. You had, I mean, you we had to put it, new tires it, on the trailer. Cause it sat yeah, so long. Yeah, I mean, like that was a process that was difficult. And so I think it, the idea of all of this, right. Is celebrate. This is a, this is a marathon. This is not a sprint. And if you're in horses for a sprint. Maybe get into racehorses. I don't know. Like (laughs) even racehorses, like it's not that it's the process. And I think celebrating those moments, I mean, it kind of the same thing happened when I did the photo shoot for you, you know, here was big Mike who we met together. And then we did some lessons here in Florida with him and, you know, to pull him out and have him just be a complete gentleman, have cameras around them, have lights around them, have it snowing sideways, cold, and to have him come out and just be a gentleman, like I was so proud of him. And I thought it was a champagne moment for sure. So that was really cool. That was my, honestly, that was my champagne moment of recently. So Phil, you've got to, you've got to grab one. Yeah. Uh,
1: Well, we were just talking about how every Friday I, I celebrate getting through the week. And uh I <laughs> actually I I enjoy champagne. So I'll, I'll usually have a bottle around and and so I just call it Champagne Friday. And it's basically every Friday.
2: I love it. Well <laughs> <Cool.
7: laughs> yes, I love it. The week is successful,
1: right? especially lately. And you know, everybody's had tons of extra challenges this year. So um do like me and just celebrate That's Champagne right. Friday.
2: Yeah, yeah no, I love it or any you could just pick a day and every week you have that moment. <laughs> yeah. Have that moment. Well, because there is going to be good and bad that happens, right? And and especially right now, sometimes getting through the week is 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 the moment, is the moment of, you know, and Phil, you're even more challenging cuz Canada right now is locked down, you're locked oh, down. You?
1: Yeah, we're all well, we're split into regions and all the different regions and and whatever. So it yeah, it's it's going to be fine, but uh We're all, we're all challenged at the moment. Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a challenge. So I just love the champagne moments and I love that idea. You know, it was honestly, I had one the other day and and it's always this way when, when, you know, I, I, and, and shipping horses to Florida and, and coming to season is fantastic. I I'm so blessed and lucky to be able to, to do it, but there are a lot of challenges sometimes to do it. You know, basically we move every, you know, for the winter. Right. And it's, it's a challenge and it's difficult. And we had some bigger than normal challenges this year. And, um, uh, along with Corona, I mean, just, it was, it was difficult and, and I got the horses here and everybody in their stalls and I just took a deep breath and I just gave them all kisses. And it was like Christmas morning when they got here, it was really fun. So, so so that's a huge champagne
7: moment, getting all of your horses to Florida, you know, and everybody's fine, and and that, yes. And I yeah. just yeah, no, it's a big deal. So, you know, I think we need to, to focus this holiday season on celebrating any champagne moment. Yeah, anything, um, just
2: to <laughs> pick something. You got up. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. No, um, it's true, it's true. Well, I'm not gonna lie. So so everybody we were just chatting before on air, everyone has maybe an adult beverage right now, and I have my favorite adult beverage for the holiday season, and it is huge for me because um when I lived in Germany, I, I, I enjoyed that whole experience. I was there for two years, uh, not together, two separate years. And my favorite holiday drink is glue which is a mold wine and it's famous in Germany in uh, around the holidays. And you kind of drink it and go to the Christmas market. And so I have a glass of glue which I kind of thought is my champagne moment tonight. It's a little chilly here in Florida, and uh <laughs> I, know. Wow. I know, everybody's cool. laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I it actually we broke a temperature record last night for how chilly it was. It, it's still not that cold. But I took the opportunity to pull out my glue vine and uh kind of start to celebrate the holiday season. Cause you know, this year I'm not able to go home. I I, I chose um to not go home to my family, uh, which is which is hard for me because I'm very close with my family and, and especially my, my littles, uh, they're like prime Christmas age, my, my niece and nephew. So it's, it's a little bit challenging, right. To, to be here, but I have pulled out, I have a Christmas tree and, and I have my glue vine and I get to talk to my friends here in the podcast. So, uh, it, it, it has a nice holiday feel. So Wendy, what That's are awesome. you doing? What are you doing for the holidays? Well,
7: what, you talked about the German, uh, Christmas market. And so what they're doing in Germany this year is they're doing a virtual uh, market for the horse industry. Mm -hmm. Um, And it starts on the, what is tomorrow? The 11th. It starts tomorrow. What What is this? um, It's, it's, oh, it's, they've renamed it, but they're having a first and annual virtual Congress. And I'll be one of the presenters on the 18th. But the really cool thing, I've never seen this, like right now I have a booth at AAP virtually, and that's really kind of strange because it's sort of like, well, you have a you know, you have a, a link that somebody can click on. And so I was at AAP last year at this time, and it was fantastic. It was so much fun, but this year it's virtual. And so there's just a little link. And then next year it's in Nashville. So I'm really excited because Nashville is a cool town and I know people in Nashville. And so that'll be really fun. And hopefully by then we'll, you know, we'll be able to be in person, but, but this is really cool what they're doing in Germany because they have a virtual booth and like um, the, I'm working with Pet Physio, who's my uh, reseller for sure put pads in Germany and in the booth, you can actually like virtually walk around and virtually engage with people and zoom meetings and stuff. So, Oh, that's really interesting. And then, like I said, I'm a, I'm going to be a speaker at their Congress on the 18th. So I've been working on my PowerPoint and and, rec- and I've discovered screencasting. I don't know if you've ever heard of screencasting, um, no, but-, but it's where you can like do your PowerPoint presentation to yourself. Like you're talking to an audience and record it so that because you know how on Zoom, sometimes the videos glitch. Yeah, well- this way, would by doing screencasting, um, the videos won't glitch because I have captured my screen, which is really cool. Because one of the things I'm working on is an online learning for people who want to be sherfoot practitioners, and I've been so struggling with how to how to do that. But now that I know about screencasting, I'm so cool because I, <laughs> I can, screencast. <laughs> for it. I love it. Oh my gosh! All right, so neat,
1: cool. neat. That- all, all these all these people who are not techie or tech savvy are, are, are learning um, while well, we were just talking. Uh, I you think know, it's, directed early- me,
0: okay.
2: it's directed to me, Wendy. Okay. directed to me.
7: Well, you know, we have to just keep figuring out ways, but screencasting is not new. If you've ever watched a YouTube video where somebody shows you their screen on how to do something, I think that's actually screencasting. So I'm a little late to that party, but I'm so happy that I discovered it because it is going to make, you know, recording stuff for the online learning system so much easier because, you know, right now with COVID, um, we're really limited as well now it's, that we're kind of shutting things down again. So trying to do workshops for equine professionals who want to be surefoot practitioners is, a, it's a little bit challenging. So that's, that's going to be my, my project over the, the Christmas holidays is to, to work on the online learning so that I can get that up and running for people. Um, oh, that's so cool. yeah, that's awesome. you know, it's like Christmas time for me is always like, um so I don't have any family really that's alive anymore. So I always find it so um so nice to like just shut off the world and I take two weeks and I just kind of like mess around and do whatever I feel like. <laughs> if I that it. makes any Phil.
0: sense. You're Phil, always
1: keeping you busy, to? Wendy. That's yeah. what I know about you. You're
2: yeah. always I know. Phil, what are you doing? Are you pretty relaxed this season? What are you what are you doing this week?
1: Yeah, just actually um this whole month has just been kind of really quiet, too quiet for me anyways, but you know, whenever I just, you know, I'm like, okay, well I'm not busy right now. So I'll just, you know, I'll just let that be and just, you know, enjoy time at home. And, uh, actually I was helping Meredith with a few of her, she's got some projects on the go. So I was helping her and actually this whole COVID time has been well, she thinks it's really great because I've been giving Meredith uh, you know, weekly lessons. Whereas before I was just like, No, I gotta go here, I gotta go there. And she wasn't oh. she wasn't getting her regular lessons and she's like, No, 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 this is great. You can you can be around, you can be at <laughs> oh. home. And, help me. and actually it's been good because the horse that she's riding has really come along a long way since you know, since March he was probably like kind of doing the first level and then now he's like uh, we're going to start working on the changes next month, probably. Wow. Hopefully, cross that our fingers. So, so cool. come, come really a long way, and that's yeah. uh, that's been a, a big plus for for us and, and and around here. So, it's great.
7: Cool, that's awesome. You know, and I just think that's it's it's about taking advantage of the time that we have to work on the things that get pushed aside because we're too busy running around.
5: Right? Absolutely. Yeah,
7: and and yes. just. I know that it's a lot like I was just watching TV and how hard it is on the restaurant workers because, you know, this is the holiday time and they're so dependent on tips. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I used to wait table, so I totally get what that's like. Um, but, you know, and, and so just tip your waitresses or if you get takeout, you know, just tip them well, because, you know, that that industry is really hurting. And it's so important that they're there when we come back, because what are you going to do if you go to a horse show and you want to go out to dinner and they're not there? Wow.
2: So, yeah. um, or you know, just anything like in your own town like we we would you know try to try to go to take out at least once a week in our own town because we yeah. like our restaurants and um you know uh so it's 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 tricky for sure for sure
7: Absolutely like, so you know I think it's kind of a a a time that now that it's dark out and everything that we can kind of reflect and and I think that's always important at the holidays to look at what's really important in our lives and to be grateful for the things that we have um, and the people that we we have around us. And, you know, I, my family is, is, an, is a family of choice. And so I just, you know, love all the people that I love um, that, are, that are my family because I choose that they're my family. And I think that's, you know, that's just as important as having family that's your blood relatives uh, is to, ha- to be with the ones you love.
2: Oh, I love it. Well, on that note, everybody, cheers virtually. Wendy, thank you for supporting our show this this year and, and all the support you've given us. And we are so thankful and we love our time together. And uh, we wish you the best of holiday seasons. And how can our listeners find you online? Thanks. So um, you can always
7: find me at uh, murdochmethod.com and of course, surefootequine.com and on Facebook, um, Murdoch Method and Surefoot Equine. And, and, you know, you can always email me at Wendy at Wendy Murdoch. That's with an H dot com. And, uh, yeah, just everybody, you know, I just wish everybody well. And because we won't talk until after the new year. Oh, no, it'll be that's 2021. Right. 2021. So, you know, we're going to have to do our like our New Year's show. Um, I love how, it. How great 2021 is going to be. yes
1: <laughs> Wendy, you mentioned something uh, in this interview about. Um teaching people to become surefoot practitioners, can you just uh, give us a a little a, a little info on that?
7: oh yeah, sure so um basically it' it's any equine professional so w- because we're basically teaching people how to use surefoot we we are looking for people who are already equine professionals so that they have the skills they need um in terms of handling horses but then um the the typically you take a two day workshop and do some case studies and we have a list of things, but then you can be a surefoot practitioner and we have four different levels um, of practitioner so that, you know, there's a lot of people that, that have horses with either special needs or, you know, they're um, in physical therapy. And some of the things we're doing is hooking those practitioners up with veterinarians so that when the vet recommends that they use surefoot, there's a practitioner that can go and help the client figure out, you know, which pads and how to use them and what's the best way and educate the client. So, um, you know, we have over 140 practitioners around the world. I think I'm, I think we're up to now. Um, oh, we have like 70 in Europe, primarily Germany. Um, and I've done a couple of workshops here, but next year I really plan to roll out a bunch more workshops. We've just been held up this year because of COVID, um, and we're going to have an online learning portion so that people can take the online portion, and then we can kind of move forward a bit quicker and um, and you know get them through the process because. There's just, there's so many people that are, have emailed me and uh, that are uh, either physical therapy, well, animal rehab specialists or massage therapists or farriers or barefoot trimmers. And they just love Surefoot and they're to use it with their clients. And we want a bigger team. We just think that the more people we have trained, the more horses we can help. That is so cool. Fantastic. Once again, Wendy, what, what is the website? um so surefootequine.com has information about how to become a surefoot practitioner and um so all that information is over there on the surefootequine.com website and then of course murdoch method is the riding stuff as well as surefoot
2: fantastic thank you wendy and happy holidays tired of having your boot
6: sucked off bit stride by sticky mud mud control grids are the solution. Frustrated by mushy, slippery messes at the paddock gates? Mud control grids are the solution. Is keeping the ground underfoot stable in your sacrifice areas and dry lots causing you to lose sleep? Once again, mud control grids are the solution. You're seeing a trend here, aren't you? Well, Han Plastics mud control grids really has come up with the best solution. Unlike other plastic grids on the market, mud control grids can be installed directly on top of the mud. Let me say that again. Right on top of the mud. You don't need to do any ground preparation. The mud control grids are an instant solution to your high traffic muddy areas. No more having to fill in with sand, gravel, shavings, or even old carpet. What's more, mud control grids will allow grass to grow underneath of them so they can be taken back up once the area is dry or recovered. Or you can leave them right where they are and take over again when the rainy season comes back around. Han Plastics mud control grids are designed to be installed as a temporary or permanent solution. You can take them with you with you move, put down a lot, put down a few, add more each year. The ultimate mud control solution. Check out Han Plastics mud control grids at mudgrid.ca. Oh, an added bonus, your tractor or gator won't sync up to its axles with Han Plastics mud control grids in place. So there's that www.mudgrid.ca.
2: Well, Phil, I don't know about you, but I am definitely looking at great options to give gifts for Christmas. And I have a couple students that I would like to get some stability stirrup leathers for, because these are such great products. We use, you and I have them in all our saddles. We love them. We use them and we really think they give you an advantage, right? So this is a good gift. If you're looking for the rider in your life or your trainer, cause I bet your trainer could use them or love them. What do you think, Phil?
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it's a, it's a great idea. You can check out all the wonderful products at total
2: Fantastic. Well, we hope that's a great gift for everybody horsey in your life, and we hope you enjoy them and that will improve your riding like it has helped Phil and I.
0: This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief Girth at totalsaddlefit.com.
2: So, Phil, we have a great listener question for our Total Saddle Fit Tip of the Week. Our question comes from Sarah. And the question is, sometimes when I ride my Frisian, she becomes very tense in her neck. Do you have some suggestions to help me? So, Phil, do you want to take this one?
1: Oh, my goodness. I, yes. I know all about this problem.
2: <laughs>
6: yes.
1: You you, you
2: trained. And train. Yeah. A
6: Grand yeah, Prix. a
1: uh, uh, Friesian stallion all the way to... Uh, and George I won. so um, I have experience with this and and this is a tricky topic and I think it's it's not just for Frisians but the, uh, the problem with the Frisian is that their necks are set extremely high on on their shoulders and through their withers and and so you know different different horses have conformational challenges that, that you have to work through to to be able to develop the horse. So the horses that have have these high, upright set necks and and a little bit short in the neck and stuff like this. I mean, it's not that they're not trainable. You just have to train them in a certain way. So I think the biggest thing uh, for me while I was training my Frisian is to be able to, uh, you know, lower the neck and, and be able to put, you know, I you know, in general, you're kind of trying to put the horse in any, you know, decide. What position is going to help them on that day, and then be able to put them there? So we spent a lot of time um, stretching, long and low, getting the horse to reach. You know those those types of things, pretty much every day. Just and that's and that's really you know kind of back to basics. Um, You know it's it's not complicated. It's just something you have to challenge yourself to to try to do. You know a, a centimeter at a time. You know. And eventually, you can, you can, you can get them out there. So exercises that really helped, um, you know, my Friesian or the horses that tend to have these uh, upright tight necks is, um, you know, really just uh, a lot of bending, flexing exercise like um, serpentines for sure, uh, figure eights, you know, big ones like not not small tight because then your horse will get small and tight. It's big flexing lines and uh, you know, trot poles really help, but you know, trying to get the neck down through the trot poles so the horse will lift his what you want is the, the horse to lift his wither instead of his pole all the time and, and the tension is what you have to get out. So um it's just focusing on a particular part of the horse and then doing all the exercises, the transitions, all the exercises is in in such a way that you're trying to influence the neck down and out. Any any, yeah. any thoughts here, Reese? Yeah,
2: yeah. No, I it, the same. I I have had multiple Frisians also in training, and and they're wonderful horses. They I really I have a lot of affection for them, and they're they're very kind. But th- when they get tense, it is absolutely the base of the neck. It literally feels like you're up. They're up in your chest, and so. Again, I, I completely agree when it comes to stretching them down, getting them lower, getting them more supple, because you lose all suppleness and, and you sort of lose all stretch down. So I think that this is a very common problem. And, and I like, Phil, how you basically said like you've installed that, you've installed the whole, hey, you need to be through, you need to be soft, you need to be down, you install that every day. So that when there's a tense event that like going to a horse show or, or, you know, going to a lesson off property or anything, right. Or a noise in the pasture or whatever that you've already sort of installed that part of the training. And I think that that's really important. And, uh, I think, like you said, working on it every day, like having a routine or having some sort of idea to stretch that horse's neck down, uh, there there are some bidding things that you can do to help the horses. Um, and, you know, that's kind of another t- another tip, which we should do. But um, I've found sometimes uh, a Boucher type bit that puts a little pull pressure can help with that. Um, also, there's some bits that push the horses out. Toward the bit, uh, those are also very helpful. So, um, there's some options there, and there's some different nose bands that you can also try. Uh, but this is common with that particular breed. So, I think working on it every day, even especially actually when the horse isn't tense, so that when they're tense, you can sort of say, Oh, come on, we're going to the serpentine loops, uh, or we're doing a little bit of leg yield, or we're doing a spiral, or however you're going to handle it, that you've already installed that. So, I think that this is a great question. It's a technical question because some of it depends on the horse, right, Phil, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, I mean, they're all a little bit tricky. And I mean, every single horse, you have to ride a little bit differently. But what I really like to do is um, instill a picture in my mind of what the horse's outline or posture is that I want them to be able to achieve and then experiment with different exercises or lines or transitions that, that I feel like help me achieve, uh, that outline that I've pictured in my mind. So, I mean, even if you don't have mirrors, I mean, I am I'm really blessed to be able to, I have a full wall of mirrors to be able to ride in and I I can experiment and, and look and feel, but again, we always say shoot some video or get a friend to shoot some video that, that you can be your own best coach or trainer to develop the horse in the right way, you just have to ride all the exercises with a certain picture in your mind and then, and then work on that. I think one of the things that helped me is, or just a little tip that I give riders for this, uh, for this problem is to lower your hands and widen them yes. even a little, a little extra because mm-hmm. the high tight, uh, hand where, you know, you can you know, touch your reins together right at that wither is not going to help the wither the horse to learn to come through the wither. So, wind those hands right out to the width of your hips or a little mm-hmm. wider, a little wider than your hips. Let's say that, and then uh, and then and then push them up towards the horse's mouth. Uh, you know, alongside each side of his neck, so they're low enough that the wither is higher than your hands. And then you're you're straightening your elbows a little bit to try and help um, push that horse down and out um, to the bit. So
2: love it. Great tip. Very, very good. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for your listener question. And as always, we love email and Facebook shout outs. Keep them coming. We'd love to do that for our total settle fit tip of the week. Uh, we enjoy that. So keep it coming. And uh, Phil, just a couple housekeeping announcements. We want to make sure everybody remembers that we have a book club going book. This is when I talk to listeners, everyone's like, we love the book club. So um, remember our book club. Right now, this Roland is Uta Graf's Effortless Dressage Program, A Top Riders Key to Success Using Play, Groundwork, Trail Riding, and Turnout by Uta Graf. And you can get that at horseandriderbooks.com. Uh, and we love that, Trafalgar Square. They're a great partner. And they have other fantastic books. If you are looking for um, some books for Christmas, uh, our book club books are, are great Christmas items as well. And just this is our last week that we are taking submissions, or even just an email for people that should that you feel like uh, you want to nominate for a lesson, uh, a virtual lesson with Phil and I. So we are going to pick at the end of this week. Uh, we've gotten some great submissions. It's going to be hard to pick, isn't it, Phil?
1: Um, that, this has been a really inspiring. Thing, yes. You know, I'm going to tell you that Reese came up with this idea. She's she's great with ideas, right? Sometimes. And, uh, yeah. And this is, I think this is really inspiring for holidays and for giving and, and the emails that we have gotten, they're awesome. Uh, it's going to be tricky to pick winner, but uh, no. there's so many no, des- deserving people, yeah. like Reese said, we might, we might just continue this on <laughs> after the holidays. And, and, uh, and I think it's been a great way to connect to, uh, to our community.
2: Yeah, we love it. And so keep them coming. Like I said, just submit them. Don't worry. Like I said, Phil and I have enjoyed reading them and it's been so inspiring. So keep it up. And uh, we want to do that throughout the holiday season. And who knows, it may be like a Martin Luther King day. It may be Valentine's day. We may keep doing it. So we love it. So we, we appreciate it and keep it coming. As always, the United States Dressage Federation is your connection to dressage education, competition, and achievement. Visit usdf.org for more information. That's www.usdf.org, the online destination for dressage. You can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook. Just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is Maplecrest Farm KY, and my email is reese at horseradionetwork dot and that is how you can send the videos of whoever you want to nominate. You can send it to my email, Reese at Horse Radio Network, or Phil. How can they get in touch with you?
1: Uh, the best way to contact me is probably through Facebook, or my email is philip at horseradionetwork dot com. I'd like to thank our sponsors for allowing us to keep the lights on. That's ProStride, Kentucky Performance Products. Total Saddle Fit, Eco Gold, Han Plastics, Bait Saddles, and Murdoch Method. Don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com.
2: As always, everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back, and we can't wait to talk to you next week.